Welcome to the Leaky Waters. Waters. Wow. wow. Waters. Restart. Yeah. Restart. Oh, you got the slow motion Ooh, one. Slow there. motion one. Drink beer and feel good about it. Yes. Do your part for nature. Drink a beer. <laughs> Every time you go through there. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Everyone giggles a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. After the 69. <laughs> Take it out in the parking lot. Just get it on and off as quick as you can. We it's have porn. standards. They are kind of low, but we do have standards. Do you know what what uh, what we call boogers in Ogden, James? Snack. Riverdale caviar. Oh, is it really? <laughs> oh, that's all right. We all got to play nice together. How do you have a nightmare about Yogi and Boo Boo? I had a weird childhood. <laughs> <laughs> is that normal? We have a podcast. We're, we're, we're famous in our own minds, and you don't know us who we are. But I want it all to myself. I want it closed except for me. So green grass is absolutely necessary to, to be a successful fly fisherman. Take a little pride in your damn yard. <laughs> it's just your yard. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages. Welcome to the Leaky Waters. Waters. Wow. wow Waters. Redo. Restart. Yeah. Restart. Yeah, good thing we didn't go live on this one. No, leaky waters. Leaky waters. I how guess does, if you read it wrong, it is waters. Waters. Like, how does a, how does a water leak? Oh, I don't man. know. I mean, it's, it's My head's like, going to hurt tonight, isn't it? I'm going to lay up. I guarantee you it's at 2 o'clock trying to figure this out in my head. <laughs> if if a tree falls in the woods, does anyone <laughs> hear it? If, if, a woman's, if a woman's yelling, is she right? You know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know, you can be right yeah, no, or you can be happy. If, if my wife's... And we had that... Uh, we had that discussion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had that the other night. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. How you doing, James? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Glad I'm to be here. Yeah. I'm glad to be here, too. I'm glad that you're here. We took a little break for a minute. We had a bunch of uh, bunch of stuff going on. Brandon over here, he took his family to Yellowstone. It's a glorious place. So did you, didn't you? Did you yeah, head up yeah. there? Yeah, like the next week. Yeah, it was amazing. I freaking love that place. And I never get tired of driving it. So... Like, because you think each bend is going to be the animal, like the thing that you see. So, um, no, I love it. I think that's good to hear you say that because I got a very different opinion about that place. <laughs> I, um, I never want to go back again. You went, well, you went about two weeks too late. I've been too many times. I go every year. Every um, year? Yeah. For how many years? Like uh, forever? Well, I've been married 10 years. I've been going at least, at least that long. Hmm. So... Um, no, I love it. Uh, you got to go before Memorial Day and or after Labor Day. In fact, October is a great time to go. Uh, the the herds, <laughs> meaning the people, have thinned out, uh, but so have the animals. You don't see as many animals in the fall, but it's really? beautiful. And and the animals, you do, like the elk, are coming are out of their rut or in their rut. But you do see a lot of elk. Um, you don't get caught in all the the. You get maybe one bison jam but you don't get caught in them all throughout the park like it seemed like that's all it was it was bison jam after bison jam this spring and then but the cool thing about spring are all the bears um like we saw loads of bears see i've never seen a a bear in the park and i've been going there a ton since i was a kid like that was our family vacation spot and then i've been i've taken my family there a few times Uh, and i've never seen a bear in the park i've seen bears outside of the park (laughs) And I've seen wolves outside of the park. Really? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. It was, it was creepy the time I saw wolves. <clears throat> yeah. But I've, I've never seen them in the park. Yeah, that's wild. Um, if we, we wake up early, we drive, and then if you get, and you can get lucky. We got lucky twice with black bears. Um, and then, and then the, if a grizzly in the spring has cubs and is hanging out by the road, that road will be known for about a week. You know, because of the photographers and all the people and stuff. So if you get lucky, which that was that was the case, it was between Mammoth and Norris, and uh, between the construction and, and Norris, where there was a mama bear and her two cubs, and you could just basically like, well, do you want to go see? It was almost like a zoo. Like, uh, do you want to go see the bears? Like, you drive over there and you see mama and her two cubs, and then you go see the rest of the rest of the park. But I love the park itself, and I I love all that stuff. It's just so crowded now. Like, it is, it has gotten crazy crowded in the, the last 10 years. Tour buses are insane. Oh, the, the big yellow ones that say Sea Tour on them. If we saw more than one of those, we would just skip a spot. We, like, nope. no, that part sucks because 
you'd go to park at a hot pot and there's no parking. I'm like, yeah. what? Well, this sucks. Like, so keep driving, I guess. Let's go look for animals because you got to do all the side hikes, but or you have to hit the. And we like we were heading back to our condo because we have a condo in West at about six thirty seven o'clock. There's still no parking in yeah. some of the like it's all day. So you got to hit them like really early. <clears throat> I wonder how much money it would take for you to go to the park service and say, "Hey, I want the park to myself for one one whole day." You pick the day. Yeah. But I want it all to myself. I want it closed except for me. Like Wally World. Like yeah, yeah, all exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Just hold a pellet but, gun to the head. I mean, <laughs> you know, if you were to approach him and say, "Oh, a hundred thousand dollars," he'd be like, "Oh, that's not a thing we do." But there is a number. There yeah. is a magic number. I just wonder what it is. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? It'd be more money than we'll ever make on that. So I, I, don't, I don't even think about that. So now we're gonna play this game be- because I read the millions <laughs> that they make per year because of all of the m- revenue in it's not just the cabins where people stay because you'd have to cover all that stuff so you'd have to cover all lodging all food and bev all uh the trinkets that people buy like all of that in one day whoo that's a lot it's disneyland man yeah yeah you guys talk about this i have never been to yellowstone and i don't know if i'll ever gonna go okay i'm gonna go in the winter my uh my dad went up there uh, they took the snow coach thing in the wintertime, and they said it was awesome. It was a totally different I've experience. Heard the same thing. And there wasn't people, and they were all drinking on this giant 4 by 4 and it was awesome. But I, I do want to do that. Emily wants to go on her birthday. Maybe you guys should come with us. No, I, I can't go to Yellowstone. Why? Well, it involves nightmares when I was a child dealing with uh, Yogi and Boo Boo. So I'm, I'm kind of have, have a thing on bears and stuff, and there's bears in Yellowstone, and I just don't know if I can handle it. You know, did you hear what I said? All the bears I've seen were not in Yellowstone. <laughs> See, we drive there's through Yellowstone, no we like there. we like speed up. We saw a buffalo bison one time going uh, fishing up Madison. But, yeah, I have a thing about bears. It, it's a childhood thing. I mean, I had nightmares with Yogi and uh, Boo Boo. You being I, serious? I'm dead serious. How do you have a nightmare about Yogi and Boo Boo? I had a weird childhood. <laughs> uh, okay (laughs) (laughs) we don't want to get into it there was a lot many hours of therapy having to deal with that issue so you know if if you don't eat the the bad spoiled mustard before you go to bed you don't see those spirits yeah that's kind of true i guess i never (laughs) thought about that you know no we just never have no we go up there i'm just uh, kidding we we've talked about going up there we've been here six years and it's a it's a it's a straight four hours on I-15 yeah. from my house in Washington Terrace to the gate, West uh, West Yellowstone. However, I decided this year, let's go the scenic route because it will be pretty. So we went through <laughs> Logan and up, you know, so you got to go up to Bear Lake. Well, <laughs> weird, there was a snowstorm and I was going slower than 30 miles an hour up over Bear Lake in four low because I'm making my own tracks getting into bear lake and then we get to bear lake and it's okay because it's kind of flat and then coming out of bear lake there's another mountain pass again snowing puking snow so it took us like nine hours Mm. to go the scenic route which wasn't scenic because it was all white and the kids were sleeping and it was it was it was bad just take i-15 just see when we're up we come back last october from the madison fish and we stopped in west yellowstone for a while and Hitting all the fly shops, going through, seeing what everybody had and whatnot. And we I heard there's no apparel in the fly shops there. Not Mary, not much. Yeah. And uh, no, you can buy your t-shirts at the junk stores down the room, Main Street. Yellow stoner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we had, to, so we noticed every shop had cans of bear spray in it. And of course, Bonnie's like, "Well, I guess this is just kind of a you know scare the tourists kind of thing. You know, ooh, bears buy bear spray." So in one of the fly shops, she asked, "Hey, is this like really needed?" I go, well, yeah. If you get out of your car, you may want to have some. And I'm like, really? She goes, yeah. They go, yeah. The gate to Yellowstone's like right around the corner, and a couple hundred yards inside, some big animal died, and a grizzly was on it that never could get it off. But it's kind of good to have it. Yeah. And so Bonnie's Bonnie's like, the park's right there. They go, yeah. Yellowstone Park starts right there. Right there, around the corner. Around the corner. So yeah. we stopped at the visitor center, and we looked at the map that showed all West Yellowstone, and they had the old uh, ranger cabins sitting there, and about the old the fires that they've had down the main street. So we're standing there, kind of looking at it. Bonnie goes, it shows on the map. It's right there. I go, well, I've never been here. So we go around, make that corner. I go, yep, there's Yellowstone Park. There's the gate. I go, yeah. you want to? He's like, do you want to go in? And she goes, no, we'll come back. So we turn around. She goes, I can't believe it. it's like right here. Well, where else would it be? It's like West Yellowstone. That's right there. 
Yeah, it's literally right outside. Yeah, the it's yeah. pretty. It's a pretty cool history up there. The countryside was real good. Yeah, two years ago we were driving back. We had a buffalo walking along the road, and she's like, "Oh my god, there's a buffalo!" Well, yeah, Yellowstone's just over that way. I mean, that's this is where they live. The town's built in their backyard. Yeah, they're here. So yeah, we'll get up there one of these days. I actually want to go in there and fish. I I buy bear spray, so it does expire. So you have to buy new bear spray. So I have two now in my car. I keep one in the glove box and one on my door. Is that for the kids? Uh, for yeah, for in case you know something crazy happens. But it's just just in case. Uh, but, but when you see them up there, uh, Cole, you haven't seen any yet, so it's not a, as real to you. But when you see how big even just the black bears are, and then, um, for instance, we saw one at Mammoth, one of the blacks near Mammoth. And, um, it, you know, once it once it kind of walks behind a bush, you're not that far away from it. And the hot pots were like, I could see the hot pots and the people walking on the boardwalks. And the people walking on the boardwalk had no clue there was a bear like right across they like they had no idea there's a bear right across from them and so that's when it's that's when it's interesting like you don't really hear them or see them like but and they're but they're re, they could be really close to you when you're just like hiking or hanging well out yeah and those trees that you've got along the roads i mean it's it's so thick and so dense in there it can be in places yeah for and sure and you, you got to figure there's something yeah. I, i'm sure i've driven past a million of them in there uh i've seen them outside of jackson I've seen bears uh, down that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've seen them over in Idaho, but I've I've never seen bears in Yellowstone Park. <laughs> That's so wild. So the one time I've seen wolves, it was scary as shit. In the park? No. Or out of the park? No, it was out of the park. Wolves, plural. Wolves, like eight of them. Holy shit. <clears throat> it, yeah. was, it was awesome. So when I was like 16 years old, uh, we went up to this place called Granite Creek. Um, Granite Creek is a tributary to the Hoback River, which is, I believe, southeast of Jackson. Greatest junior high joke ever. What's that? Hoback River. Hoback River. Hoback Junction. Every time you go through there. <laughs> yeah, I Hobag remember Junction. that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Everyone giggles a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Exit 69. <laughs> but yeah, we, we were camped along Granite Creek. It was just our little group. We were like 15, 16 years old. And we had gone into town for the night, well, for the day. Uh, just kind of, you know, look in all the weird little curio shops and buy uh, polished rocks. But then we were headed back to our camp, which this wasn't like a campground. We were just along the creek. And all of a sudden, like, you know, oh, there's a dog in the road. Oh, wow. And it was just standing there, and it was not a dog. Well, I guess technically it's a dog. It was a damn wolf, big black one, just standing just right in the middle of the road. And we got within, like, 10 feet of it. Like, off of our front bumper oh. and it just stood there and then yeah. there was like seven or eight that ran across the road oh and then it took off and we're yeah. like well we're sleeping right over there <laughs> that that <laughs> you know, 100 wild. yards away right right <laughs> and uh yeah it was cool though so he brought his whole tribe through the road um yeah that's insane yeah. this was in like 2000 um so this was a yeah, few years a, after was... they reintroduced it was like six or seven years after so I, I'm not, I'm, I can't one up that, but I do know that when we were coming down Dunraven Pass, uh, out of the, it's, you know, that time of day when it's like two or three in the afternoon and you're just like, I'm just trying to stay awake here, trying to get to your destination right, as you're driving right. through the park. I caught movement out of my left eye and you look, I looked over and I, uh, there's a dog. Cause that's your first, cause we grow up with dogs. Like we yeah. think, oh, someone's dog is loose running through the woods to my left and then dog takes a sharp right and runs in front of my car and my wife was uh, sleeping and I slammed the brakes on it, wakes her up and she was able to catch the wolf running, darted in front of the car and through the woods and they have a trot that is unmistakable. Like you see them, you know immediately it's not a coyote. When you see a wolf, you're like, no. They've got is, long legs. That is not a coyote, yeah. Um, and, and and so that's interesting that you had that experience where they ran across the road, only you had like the whole crew. There was a bunch of them. Yeah, but I but I had the similar where they just ran, or just ran across. It didn't stop in the middle of the road, but he, like, I could have hit him. You know, like he just decided to dart across the road. I'm like, whoa, single black wolf just running across the road. It was the coolest thing. Yeah, they're, they're cool, man. Close up too, like that. I bet that was a little eerie. Get the hair raised. Yeah, and it was. Bit. It was like you know, eleven o'clock at night. Oh, we're no kidding. Yeah, it was. It was, it was late. It was oh, late. We wow. we had gone to the. I remember we Your went to dusk. the Bar J and did the whole dinner and show thing there mm -hmm. in Jackson, and then mm -hmm. it was on our way back. And yeah, we were camped like seriously a quarter mile from that spot, and it was 
it was nuts. Yeah. But um, that was not in the park. So as far as I know. Did you sleep good that night? No. (laughs) None of us did. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, another. uh, So on that same exact trip, there was another night. um, It wasn't that same night. Uh, we went to sleep in our tents and we weren't being very careful. Like we had candy and shit in the tent. Like you got your five pound bag of Twizzlers in there. You're 16. Yeah. 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 You're not thinking about it. Yeah. And I woke up because I heard something out like brushing up against the tent outside. Yeah. And it sounded like it took a piss, <laughs> whatever it was. Yeah. It was, it was large. Because you scared the piss out of them. I, I sure That's hope I did. Because I woke up and I'm like, oh gonna die there's a bear out here and then yeah. i was waking guys i'm like dude wake up there's something right outside and like, oh, go to sleep. And yeah i don't i don't know what it was i didn't dare look for tracks the next morning oh really i was like i don't even want to look i thought about it for a second i'm like yeah. i'm gonna look because it was walking right here nope but I'm when not, it I'm not gonna but at night in your tent like a deer can sound really yeah. really heavy and really yeah. loud Totally, Not, but I mean, I, maybe it was a deer. I don't know. I will never know because I didn't stick my head out to look. Yeah, and I didn't look for tracks. So, so what? So you haven't fly fished in in Yellowstone then either? No, I haven't. Huh. No, that's one thing I've I, I haven't done for some reason. I fished in the lake when I was a little kid with uh, with some friends, but. That wasn't fly fishing, and we didn't catch anything, and it was stupid. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, James and I we went out fishing uh, on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. I, I see you had a boat. We were on a boat, yo. You might have seen our little live video, live on uh, Instagram, on the Insta Insta Facegram. Yeah, yeah. James was kind enough to take his his drift boat out there. Got to play Roll Monkey all He day. was you Roll Monkey credit to James over here. Yeah, it was a good day to get out and watch yeah. you guys catch fish and just to get out with everything we've had going on in our lives and yeah. just kind of sit and bob around and float and it was good to it was, a, it, it was a nice peaceful day. You know, we looked up and it was five o'clock in the afternoon. I thought it was like noon. Yeah. And I was like, no wonder I'm hungry. <laughs> well I left <laughs> You my, forgot your honey buns. Yeah, I left the honey buns in the truck. I you know I had I had my Snickers bars, but left my honey buns. Bryson yeah. said they were pretty sweaty when he found them in there. They were still good. They were just warm. They it's like good. putting them in the microwave, right? Yeah, almost, yeah. yeah. I mean, I ate one of those before we even got off the out of the parking lot. And I think I ate the other one that night when we got home. What what lake did you go to? Uh, went over to Manaway. Man, oh, okay. Mantua. 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 Yeah, just uh, east of Brigham City and... Uh, we caught a couple bluegill. We caught some bass. We <coughs> caught some trout. Caught some sun. Caught a lot of sun. We caught a lot of sun. We caught more sun than fish. We we sure did. But we did catch some good fish. That bass you caught. That was that was that was the highlight of the day. That was my personal best largemouth bass. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was. It was not on a fly. I will say that right now. It wasn't on a fly, and I don't care. You can. Wasn't even on a bass lure, but that's beside the point. Nope. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, you know, we've been fly fishing and stuff, and I brought my spinning gear just to change it up, you know. So I pull it out, and I'm just digging through my bag. That, that box I haven't been through in years, and I find this curly tail grub, which James says it's a walleye thing. A walleye. I've always fished for bass with them, mm. and I, I said to him, I said I caught the biggest smallmouth I've ever caught on this thing. He says, that's a walleye jig. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And then, so I'm casting this thing off the side of the boat. And then, I don't know, three, four minutes later, um, yeah, I had a fish on. And initially, I thought it was grass because there's a ton of weeds and stuff in there. Yeah. And I thought I just, you know, and then it pulled back on me. I'm like, nope, that's a fish. And so I get it and I could feel it fighting and I knew it was a bass. Mm. And uh, then we, saw it yeah it was the solid bass that i think a lot of guys probably fish man away a long time without catching one like that and then i'm like yeah well you just gave the secret away right there that's okay that's right <laughs> there's yeah. that place is not a secret uh, we hit the, had a guy come it in looked sh- busy they're like uh recreational just yeah. swimmers and it's all kinds of people out stand there, up yeah. paddle boarders they had that yeah. guy on the jet ski and yeah, yeah. it was it, it got you know, when we got through in the morning there was no there's a six seven other boats on the whole lake and by the evening man 
it was party time on the beach and was that a Saturday or Sunday? Sunday afternoon. Sunday. Sunday. Wow. It was a lot of people. Parking lot was stacked with trucks and rigs and had ones out on the on the highway, parked on the edge of the you know on the grass on the shoulder of the road. Yeah, I'm, gonna, was, I'm yeah, it, it was busy, and I want to give a public service announcement while I'm thinking about it. So if you go to a lake and you're going to launch your boat, <laughs> get your fucking shit ready before <laughs> you go to the ramp. Don't be loading all your gear on the ramp and on, no. Do that before you get up there. These dipshits. Sorry, I'm going to cuss a whole lot right now because <laughs> these guys piss me off. Which I don't know why. I don't know why I'm so pissed about it. I'm going to move the camera tight on Cole right now so right. we can hear the See this fucking see the face? This is me telling you right fucking now. Get your shit ready before you come to the fucking boat ramp. We're trying to load our fucking boat up. But nope, we had to wait for these yokels. Yeah, I said yokels. You're being nice. I'm being Way nice. <laughs> You know, I don't, man, we have to maintain some level. Yeah. We have form. standards. They are kind of low, but we do have standards. They're there. They're there. But I'm thinking, you see, yeah, I'm watching you. So <laughs> um, proper ramp etiquette, get all your stuff ready in the boat, loaded up, ready to go so you can just back on up, launch it, pull your truck the fuck on out. Okay? No, we waited for these guys for how long? How long did we wait for that? 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, and then a line started to queue up. Now, here's the funny part about that whole thing. They had, they just pulled in. They're loading everything up. They can't find stuff in the truck, in the back of the truck. They finally get everything done. I guess it was dad and son. Dad was back in the truck and made yeah, sure that, that you know, sense. they make the front, uh, you know, the winch was undone. And I'm sitting the whole time right there with the boat watching this, and they didn't have their, their uh, transom straps undone. So the boat hits the water. And I'm like, oh, yes, they're going to sink this thing. I was hoping they were missing a and, plug. Uh, so so by the time the kid looks down and starts yelling at Dad, and he pulls up back up, and the kid's like, we got to get these straps. And so the dad's like, oh, I'm sorry. He's like, okay, well, whatever. So they undo the straps and get it done. And I was like, you know, I would have loved to have seen him just sink that boat in the water. <laughs> but they finally get everything done. So as soon as he gets out, you know, Bryson – backs up we throw everything on the trailer we get the boat on the trailer quick we're out a guy in the bass boat was just kind of like yeah you know whatever it's like yeah it took us longer to drive home than it did to get those guys to get the ready stuff on the ramp it really did and, 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 okay. question he sinks this is a hypothetical he sinks his boat or you see the boat sinking how long do you wait before you get out of the car to act like you're a good samaritan to help him pull his his boat out you oh, like after how long they took how yeah how many how many pauses or do you do you go at all three beers three beers <laughs> no i mean if, if he goes in and it's stuck to the trailer it's going to sink the back of that boat they're going to get it mad and have to drag it out hopefully yeah. he could get that truck would have got that uh, truck full of water out yeah, it was like it was just it was just a, shit it, forward it, rangers it was just a little aluminum boat it wasn't something fancy but it's you know, their fishing rig which is kind of cool but yeah i i, I was just gonna stand That's there cool it's not my problem you know, my problem is I'm waiting to get my boat out. and uh, But, yeah, they sat there, and I think he said sorry one time, and I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. But When yeah. he did it with, like, a dipshit smirk on his face, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what you get for local yokels. I mean, we're yokel yokels, too. but no, I think they were a little closer yokel yokels up there. I think they were, I don't know, I heard banjos playing when they were launching that canoe. I don't, well, they did have some teeth in their mouth. Had a few. Yeah, it's just, you know, boat ramp courtesy. That It just wasn't there. You know, get your stuff. Because that's when we got there, it was like, hey, guys, let's get our stuff together. Let's get ready to launch. We dumped it in. We went. And when we took it out, we'll worry about it in the parking lot. We hooked the boat is up. Is there at Manaway, Mantua, is there a, uh, there's a boat launch, and then do you have a, is there a place around the corner where you can load up or, and do all yeah, that there's stuff? Yeah, there's a parking yeah. lot. you got to go back up over the dike, down the highway, and come around to it. It's only about 100 yards away from the ramp itself, and it's a single – it's, it's a ramp for one boat at a time. So really, they could have launched and then took their stuff over to where you can load it. Yeah, up. there's like a little dock. Yeah, there's thing a dock. Where you there's can tie a dock to. is. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah. The common courtesy is that when you get there, you go to the parking lot, you make sure your plugs are in, you make get everything loaded in the boat, and when the boat hits the water, it's ready to go. You don't load and unload mm -hmm. your boat on the ramp. In Manaway, that seems to be the place I've, I've seen that a lot around here. Ski boats, guys going in, and they're wiping it down and drying it and doing everything. They say, hey, you know. Other people are here, too, you know. Oh, okay. But just not thinking of others. I mean, we did. We had we were backed up. That other that uh, bass boat was backed up. 
thank goodness it was in the evening time when it was slow because if you know about noon when it got busy we'd have people backed up all over the highway waiting for these guys you know i think in manaway people are afraid to move too quickly out of fear they're going to get a ticket yeah, I, I right. think that's what it is. It is. But you know, going in, there was that sign that says, 25 miles an hour, drive like it's your kids. And we were <laughs> drive like, like, like kids live here. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, but do you know my kids? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know if I like them or not. Yeah. <laughs> we like our Yeah, kids. you know, if people go through them, they speed all the time. It is a problem. And, um, but no, you just just get your stuff loaded before you put the boat in the water and, and take it out in the parking lot. Just get it on and off as quick as you can. You know, I it was, just makes uh, it faster for everybody to get on and off. I was really sad, though. Uh, I know we just kind of, like, talked a big bunch of shit on the local people of Manaway. Uh, <laughs> which, which is not... We had no idea they those were people are probably there, but... <laughs> those <laughs> people are probably not actually from Manaway. I, I don't think that's anywhere in our... Uh, I don't want to say fan base. I don't think... You watch now. Someone's <laughs> going to be like... We love your show here in Mantua, not anymore. Right. So, okay, you know, remember when we went in in December, November? Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, we're those walking. guys are great. I love the people in that show, or that, that shop. Yes. That shop was awesome, and I was sad they were closed on Sunday. Yeah, I, did I, was, I was looking forward to that all day. That Manaway Monster, Manaway Burger. Monster Burger. So we had oh, walked man. in, I guess, back in November, December, back in, back in the day, and we're walking in, yeah, our first one aired. I wonder if people are going to, you know, you're like, well, how long will it take for people to know who we are? <laughs> what? You don't know who, you don't know who we are? I mean, we're, we're, we have a podcast. We're, we're, we're famous in our own minds and you don't know us who we are. And we opened the door about that time and everybody stopped and looked at us like, man, are these people somebody's like, no, we're, we're, we're just kidding around. And so we get our burgers and we're over there in the corner choking this stuff down. It was, which was really good food. And everybody kind of stopped whispering and looking at us like, who are these people? And we made a big joke about that, that they don't know yeah. who we are. Now, after this episode, we're going to walk in and go, we know you. Yes! We sweet. <laughs> sweet. <laughs> we are the Leaky Waiters. Do you carry the stickers with you? I, I, I have them up here at the shop. Yeah. I, I think we have a I few I think here I've got now. a few in my Yeah, in my we need to start tagging stuff. Yeah, yeah. And when someone, like, is, is maybe not uh, adhering to protocol, Per se, give him a sticker. Uh, you know. Yeah, there you go. You've been tagged. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your sign. Okay. So what's going to happen is people start seeing leaky waiter stickers. It's like it's like almost when you see those abandoned cars on the highway, and they, and they put they put the big toe sticker on. Yeah. It's like it's like you know you goofed up. You just incurred a lot of fines. You're an idiot. They're gonna start seeing. They go, man, what did he do to screw up to get a sticker? Uh, give him a leaky waiter sticker. I mean, <laughs> I mean, so how bad do you really have to goof up to to earn a sticker? I mean, we've been giving away to folks who come in the shop and you know say, "Hey, I listen to the show. Can I? You have a sticker? Yeah, I yeah. give them away." But yeah, people are gonna be like, scraping off, going, "Man, I want people to think I'm a dumbass." <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like it's like the red A. You know, <laughs> what are we drinking here? Oh yeah, we are drinking. We're drinking Trail Beer from Ten Barrel Brewing Co., Bend, Oregon, since 2006. Should we read the description here? Yeah, this is pretty good. It's a pale ale, you know. Ready for the perfect pale ale? Trail beer is ready for you, too. With a refreshingly bright body layered with nuances of fresh-cut oranges and pine needles. Pine needles. It wants to travel, see new things, and have epic adventures with you and your friends. Make sure to show us where you take your trail beer. Remove to recycle. Oh, it's a, it's a label. It's not painted on. No. Drink trail beer. Location, Moab, Utah. Oh, okay. Oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah, they have the picture. I didn't of Moab. notice that is somebody's. That's a picture. That's an actual picture someone took. They'll put it on your beer can. Right, that's that's neat. Yeah, they, they actually that's have a hashtag drink trail beer. We need to tag them on our InstaFace page and stuff, and take a, show them a picture of the of us recording and have that done. Yeah, here's where we take our trail beer. That's right, right to the camera. Right here at Angler's Den, where we record our. Little cute little shell. See, I don't understand this. It says based in Oregon, mm-hmm. but it, but it's a three two beer because it's they're Sol- selling it here. Sold it uh, next door at Harmon's. That's why. Oh, okay. But good yeah. thing about this is really cool. It says one percent of profits from this beer go to the Outdoor Alliance. What's the Outdoor Alliance? I don't know, but it's pretty cool that they're donating money to something outdoorsy. Brandon, do you know what the Outdoor Alliance is? I have a feeling if anyone's going to know, you're going to know. Yeah, no, I no. I <laughs> okay, mean, is that a I yes or a no? It's a. It's down, a. I have heard. I've heard of the Outdoor Alliance a lot. I don't. In other words, what do they do exactly? What are they alliance for? I'm not exactly sure. 
Uh, it is, you know, it's a nonprofit for the outdoor industry, and it's more of uh, sort of what in more of my wheelhouse, like the uh, uh, the outdoor adventure, like Year Thirty. So the uh, less like motorsports and things like that. Um, uh, maybe you know they're probably about access and trail uh, restoration and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah. Cool. I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm not positive. I'm on their website. You know what's really funny? Look you sounded up. like you knew exactly what you were talking about, but that, 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 that right there is the biggest load of bullshit I've ever heard of someone just off the cuff. That was really good. I'm impressed. So it sounds like they're actually a, a podcast a coalition <laughs> of organizations, a nonprofit. So they include American Whitewater, American Canoe Association, Access Fund, International Mountain Biking Association, uh, Winter Wildlands Alliance, the Mountaineers, American Alpine Club, the Mazamas, is that Right, I don't know what that is. Non-pro- so nonprofit groups that stick together and yeah. they're yeah. Ne- they're an alliance. Okay, but you know that's actually so that, that's really pretty cool that they're actually giving back to the back to the outdoors on this. Drink beer and feel good about it. Yes, do your part for nature. Right. Drink a beer. <laughs> don't have to tell me twice. But I do like. The, but I said <laughs> yeah. the can. I just noticed that you said you just you pull the label off and then you just have a straight aluminum can to. Uh, recycle. Don't have to worry about paint or anything else getting into it. Let's see how easily it tears. You on. collect enough of these. That's your wallpaper in your bathroom, <laughs> right there. That's, that's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some days so it may got, be a little bit more a, just wallpaper in the bathroom. It's got a little uh, perforated deal, James. Yeah, Look, does it? Check it out. Yeah, it zips right off. I'm gonna do it again. How did I do that? Wait, I'm gonna spill my beer. Hey, this is. Oh, I just had a brilliant idea. What's Here, that? Hold that up. Let's get a picture of that. My naked can. Yeah. That looks good. Oh, man, so if you took this up to Pineview like this, where you're not supposed to have beer. <laughs> okay, so you put, yeah, okay. Then you little get incognito. See, I'm going to get it right next to the microphone and see if I can get this. So you do that with a uh, Coca-Cola or Dr. Susie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Peels right off. That was yeah. great. A little zipper. That's kind of satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got the slow motion Ooh, one. Slow right. motion one. Nice. What are well, you drinking? I have no uh, no clue, officer. I just drink it out of this can, and <laughs> I found it. <laughs> I found it. it. Man, that can's been in the cooler for a while. It's I did find it. <laughs> yeah, in my cooler. Oh my gosh, this isn't a Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say you sort of almost described my front yard with, with uh, fr- fresh oranges, cut oranges, and pine needles. Um, You've got oranges in your yard? Well, if they get dropped from uh, the kids or something like oh, that. I was like, you have an yeah. orange tree? That That's would, awesome. That would be cool. No, but we've I've got so many damn pine pine needles. My I have three pine trees in my yard. I don't know if, if it's the age of the pine tree. I don't know. Somebody who knows pines better, better than I do. It drops so many pine cones. I have to rake them every week before I mow because there's hundreds of them on the ground. Is that like, is that normal? It must be if your tree's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Whatever. Sounds good to me. A lot of pine cones. Did you know if you put some herb- fire starter? You know you can put some herbicide on it. Take care of your problem right off the bat. It's a really big tree. Put a little more on. <laughs> the worst is when your lawn is full of pine needles and not even from your tree. Yeah. I got a it's kind of like my, it's like my willow tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Only reason I don't cut that down because a neighbor hates the leaves. <clears throat> Dude, I saw your neighbor's lawn and it pissed me off. Right? I, I got seriously mad when I when I was uh, I so I went and mowed James's lawn while he was out of town, and his neighbor thinks he's something else wow. apparently uh, because his yard looks his grass looks good. No, it's it looks good. damn good. It looks good. Yeah, <laughs> it could use a little little work, but. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. You can tell he cares a lot about it. And I don't know, just something about it. Then you have it. my yard. It, it kicked off that competitive gene that I've got. Yeah. Made me like, mm. Well, see, two years ago, <laughs> I, two years ago when we had that drought, I was like, you know what? His yard is the fairway. Mine's the out of bounds. So I let it get long and dead and looks like crap, and his is all nice and green. Mine's actually greener than his this year still is that's right it, yeah so i was kind of impressed about that you can actually see the line down but do like brandon said i'm gonna put a double dose of the domination the line. domination line that's I'm because you put that good morganite down didn't that's you? some good stuff it is great good stuff <laughs> i keep making fun of it but i gotta go buy some more next week so i know that lawns since we're talking about lawns i i'm a lawn enthusiast 
we have no life. We fish, we, drink beer, and mow our lawns. You lawn. should see our text messages. <laughs> Dude, look at the edges I got tonight. <laughs> look at this. We do. Look at the lines. I'm not kidding. I, I got the, I got, I've got the best lines in the neighborhood. Yeah. I'm kind of like, hey, mine's green. <laughs> so, so that's what we do. Um, yeah, I, I really like lawns. But uh, so water. You know, water. I actually get some shit from people that I know in the fishing community because they're like, how can you have a lawn because water? Ugh. Okay, let's talk about that for a minute. First off, if you're watering your lawn properly, you don't really need that much of it. How many times have you watered this year? How many times have I watered? Fortunately, yeah. I haven't had to kick them on much. This yeah. week I've had them on, Yeah, but it's been raining so much. Yeah. It's been nice. Uh, twice this year. But here's what you do, okay? okay. Here's how you tell. They have these little rain or water gauge things. What's easier than that? Take an empty tuna can, okay? Empty tuna can's about half an inch, roughly. Take that tuna can, stick it out in your yard. Go kick on your sprinklers and watch how long it takes for that tuna can to fill up. Take that amount of time it took to fill that up and then divide that out over the week. So let's say you're going to water three days a week. If it took you half an hour to fill that up, 10 minutes each day. That's all you need for the type of grass that we have here. That's, is that's is it, it better to do ten minutes or just or one at thirty or forty? I think that's debatable. Okay, I would say probably three at ten. Okay, because in my mind it would dry out. Got it. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It, that's the method I use, and it works you, well for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Um, my my grass is plenty green, and I don't use a ton of water. I don't, you know, it's it's fine. You don't need to do that. Do you use grass steroids? Yes. Yes. Organic ones, though. All organic, melorganite. So if your grass, if talent. your grass was was tested, would it test positive? It would test positive for being amazing. <laughs> That's what it is. So melorganite, it's an organic yeah. product. You're not going to burn your grass. You're not going to hurt stuff by doing it. Um, it's pretty cheap. Does melorgan? Does it help with uh, weeds? Or is it no, just, it's it's just a fertilizer. Okay, um, weeds is a whole other. Topic. So you keep talking about melorganite, Cole. Yeah, yeah. So tell us what melorganite really is. Melorganite, I will melorganite. Be happy to tell you what it is. So when I first learned about it, I was a little skeptical to put it down because I thought I knew what it was. So melorganite stands for Milwaukee Organic Nitrogen. This is turning into a long care show. Yeah, but that's fine. I don't care. I'll talk about this. So. Uh, Condensed version, melorganites produced by the city of Milwaukee in their public works. You know where I'm going with like this. No kidding. Like, like no kidding. No, it really is. Yeah. It really is. Google so it. what they do is they take their sewage and they dump a bunch of microbes in it to break down and eat all the poop. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then they take those microbes, they drain it all off, and they take the microbes and they dry them out in a kiln at like 1,800 degrees. And then it all just kind of like condenses and it gets, it's clean. Like it's sterile stuff and it's just the microbes and they dry it out in a kiln. They break it down in little granules, bag it up, ship it to me. I put it on my lawn and my neighbor's lawn looks like shit because of it. So why don't also like they're, that's brilliant. Yeah. They're making money off of their Absolutely. sewage. Yeah. Why don't more cities do that? I'm, I'm I don't know. I've, I've wondered why, why can't we have Ogdenite? Well, I've ogdenite, offered yeah. I've offered to bring you over some Ogdenite, <laughs> but the problem would be that it wouldn't be ground down, it wouldn't be condensed, and it would probably have a little tough of paper sitting in the front yard. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, now, I only I only want the finest. I don't want any of that Riverdale-ite. <laughs> I only want Riverdale the finest Park City Oh, Park City, Park City. We have a snob. <laughs> Park. You use Milwaukee, so come oh, on. Come on. <laughs> it's all that's available. Okay, wait a second. Yeah, you use the Milwaukee stuff, but and you're going to throw standards out at us like this? Really? Park City standards. Park City do, do you know what what uh, what we call boogers in Ogden, James? Snack. Riverdale caviar. Oh, is it really? Oh, <laughs> that's all right. You're like, y'all just jealous you can't live in our town. We have standards. They're a little higher than our po- our podcast standards, but we do have a few. You guys, uh, it's true. I, I am in a weak attempt to bring this back to fishing. Is there any, uh, how are the rivers locally here now? Because last Whoa, time, man. so it was a month, it was a month ago we recorded the last one, and yeah. it, it was mentioned that they were, uh, brown and high. A, so, a month yeah. ago, they were okay fishing. Uh, the Weaver came down, I think, last week, down to about 100 and a little bit low. Uh, Rockport filled up. They're dumping out of Rockport. Echo is at 101%. It's going over to Spillway. 
the gauging station below Echo was showing over a thousand CFS right now. So that's what the release, that's what's coming over the spillway, which you can't control. Uh, Lost Creek still dumping at 80. So it's, it's, it's high. It's raging right now. The bridge at Croydon, you have less than a mm-hmm. foot between the bottom of the bridge and the water. So you got to get out. You can't. You can't. Yeah, you definitely have to stop above the bridge. If, you know, my yeah. bro- no, Jeff, my brother was floating it yesterday with some buddies of his. So they had to get out at Croydon, go around, up around the bridge under the railroad tracks to get back in. You cannot get under that bridge. Mm-hmm. Well, you could, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't advise it. It's yeah, you got to basically hard. lay flat, but I don't even know. No, you have a room. foot between the. Oh, that's b- scary. B- between you get the, stuck under there? You're yeah, screwed. you can get. Yeah, you're yeah. screwed. But now the rivers are running high. The runoff is blowing and going right now. Everything's coming in heavy. Um, we're starting to get some little higher elevation melt going on with this warm weather. So, fishing wise, guys are hitting. The, you know, they're hitting um, uh, still waters. They're hitting the lakes right now to fish. They're hitting some of the higher creeks that they can get finally get a few little bit of access to. And we actually got guys going to other states right now. But, yeah, we're dealing with this here. Uh, Colorado is mm-hmm. in the same shape we are. Uh, there's a town in the southwestern part of Colorado called Lake City. They had a whole bunch. Uh, they had a couple uh, avalanches slash mudslides that dammed up a creek. Uh, the city is under uh, an imminent warning of uh, flooding. Uh, they're doing sandbag operations there now, trying to sandbag it. Uh, the fly shop down there had six inches of water in it last week. Um, so if that, uh, all so that, they're fishing in the shop. No, they're, they're, they're hoping that it doesn't blow the shop out. That's crazy. Uh, so if the, if all the debris breaks and stuff, the town's going to flood. So they're hoping that it, it can slowly get through. Uh, but talk to, talk to our, uh, some of our reps from Colorado. They said they're, they're this high water. It's what we get. It's this time of year, you know, dealing with runoff and with the epic snow levels we have. I mean, they just open up, uh, um, yeah, Monte Cristo. Monte Cristo just yeah, opened like, that one up. Monte will be opening up probably next week. Two weeks late. Two weeks. Um, I and mean, there's still a bunch of snow up top that needs to come down. I mean, a bunch. And there's snow up there that won't melt this summer, mm-hmm. which is a good thing because if for some reason we get a, a dry winter, at least we have a little bit of head start on it. Mm-hmm. So just, just the fishing right now in, in the rivers is, is pretty hard. Um, it's dangerous. Don't get near the rivers. If you see high water, it's not even worth going in uh, ankle deep. Uh, you step off a drop off, you can get swept away. So it's just dangerous right now. A couple, three weeks, probably by the time uh, um, with the way our shows are running. By the time you hear this, it'll probably be safe to go now. But <laughs> <laughs> today is June Stop 12th. It. June 12th. Stop it. Yeah. So no, but no, but probably by probably a couple, three weeks, and the first week of July, should the creeks and the rivers should be back to normal. It was released in August, so you'll be good. Yeah, hopefully be good. Man, the fishing now is great. We got hoppers coming off. I'm trying to. I'm we got ice crystal. starting to form up on the lake. You know, Mill Hall is froze. We have ice guys up there fishing. You know, uh, yeah, cutter bugs and uh, tungsten jigs. What I be using right now? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> Tying back into Yellowstone and fly fishing courtesy. I have a question for you, gentlemen. Um, Yellowstone is more like you haven't been in the park yet, James. But it's more like a. When you when you say national, I mean it, a it's a national park, but it's more like like you said Disneyland. Like there's a lot to see, there's a lot going on. So we're we're mid morning driving towards Old Faithful. There's a coyote on the opposite side of the river. Uh, I want to say it's the Madison, and um, it's on the opposite side. So you whenever there's wildlife, there's cars, there's people, there's photographers. Um, we see it. It's it's really cool because it's sort of morning. The lighting is good, and it's running literally along the river, right? Mm-hmm. And we're passing fly fishermen as we're driving and kind of keeping pace with the coyote. Then there's a pullout. So we go into the pullout. Coyote's on the opposite side of the river. There's a fly fisherman in the pullout. Uh, then my buddy comes up behind me, and he's taking photo- photographs of from across the river of the coyote. coyote. And the fly fisherman says to my buddy, you might want to back up or move because I don't want to hook you. And I'm looking around like, it's an awfully big place, bro. Like, there's a coyote right there, and this place is going to be full of camera people in two seconds. Why are you yelling at my buddy? Um, but I didn't know, like, maybe they're just frustrated, but I'm thinking you got to d- d- you got to remember where you're trying to fish. Well, like, this uh, is exactly. I mean, you're, you're fishing in Disneyland. You should know that you have – wildlife you got tourists you got sightseers you're gonna have the noise and if his back cast he's probably worried about that you know personally i'd have been like you know what i'll move up a little bit because you know you know you can snag somebody but you got to be cognizant of where you're at you're not in a wilderness area you're in a park with people who don't know people you know 
me, I, I probably would have moved. You know, been like, oh crap, this is loading up. I, I wouldn't fish there. Or at least just hold up for a minute. At least, yeah. And if it starts getting yeah. busier when the tour buses get there and the five thousand people unload, you know, just move up and down. you move up the river fifty yards, you'll be fine. But you have to be where you at because there's a lot of places, you know, to fish along the main roads. Those are the guys that won't put the effort in to walk three hundred yards. And go to inter- there's some roads. And I saw I got one of the Jacklin's uh, fly shop and they pulled a map out. Drive down this road to the trailhead. Follow this trail half mile down. <clears throat> you'll see this pour over fish beneath that. If you put the effort in, you can actually get away from a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You just got to do the effort. And guys who go into the park to fish, or a lot of it are tourists because it's like you know it's a desk. I mean, I got to fly fish in Yellowstone, and well, they're not they're not yeah. not from here. They may be from let's say out east where they're used to you know they have a lot of people and they worry about it. Yeah, uh, you, you got people from all over the world in there, it, and, and to be able to say they they caught a fish in Yellowstone is a it's a bucket list fishing deal. Sure, and see, I didn't take that in, into consideration. Yeah. What I do know is that when you see animals in Yellowstone, you sort of have this, it, it's almost like seeing a famous person or you're you're like thrown out onto the stage where you don't notice things yeah. around you. I've parked in a place that clearly said no parking and the ranger yelled at me because there was uh, a wildlife that I needed to see. I needed to see, I needed to get my camera out and I parked and I didn't see the sign, and I got yelled at. I'm like, I don't really know how I missed that sign. And that's what's happening when, like, so, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's, shit's just, it just gets crazy there. It does. You know, like I said, if you go there, you got to know where you're at. You have to take that into consideration because you're not going to get, unless you put a lot of effort into it, you're not going to get a wilderness, quote-unquote, wilderness experience up there. And um, everybody gets tunnel vision. Oh, my God, there's there's a coyote. There's a buffalo. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. something. Oh, I got to get a picture of it. And, and people get tunnel vision, and that's why people get frustrated. Not only him, but you know, like other drivers. I'm sure, man. With I mean, okay, we've seen 15 buffalo in the last 300 yards. Do you have to get a picture of every one? Or it's just a coyote. It's a coyote. Just it's a coyote. Just coyote. Yeah. You know, but I mean, when you're in Yellowstone, it's not just a coyote. It's a Yellowstone it's a coyote. Yellowstone coyote. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So you know, yeah. it, it, you, you, I think you just have to be yeah. just cognizant where you're at. You know, and, and also for folks who are uh, going there understand that hey there's a guy fishing you don't want to run up on back because you can't get hurt yeah oh yeah you know so we all got to play nice together yep 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 we all got to play nice so to tie our lawn care back into fishing <laughs> I, I figured out how to do this, this is as fly fishing as people as folks who engage in the sport of fly fishing we have to practice a lot correct absolutely so we have fly lines that run anywhere from fifty dollars to 130 dollars we have expensive fly lines we don't want to go into a parking lot because the asphalt and the gravel can damage our fly line correct uh, yeah yeah so yeah, totally. if we ha- you, can, you can practice casting in the lawn in the grass and it doesn't it doesn't damage our gear it's it's nicer to cast on so the better your yard the better you can practice and be and be a better fisherman so when the guys are yelling at you hey you're wasting water no i'm using this water so I can go fly fish, and because I fly fish, I'm involved in conservation efforts, so I have more water for the fish and my yard, and I can enjoy my sport. So green grass is absolutely necessary to, to be a successful fly fisherman. That's my lawn argument. is a piece of fishing equipment now. It is, it is. Thank you. Right. I'm, I can't wait to throw that in somebody's face. My, this, is, this is so I can... What do you do to help? Hmm? You have to use a little to give a lot. <clears throat> I think English is going to start right. selling that... Malorganite. Malorganite. <laughs> no, please do. Hey, man, y'all please got that do. Milwaukee it smells poop? smells great. It smells good. And I, you know, I had some, and I was like... It doesn't smell like shit. Like, you know, this is... This, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put it around the house like potpourri or nothing, you no. know? I, would, I wouldn't want my wife to have a Scentsy candle with that flavor, but <laughs> it wasn't uh, obnoxious. I think it almost has, like, kind of a, a black licorice smell to it. <laughs> a little okay, bit. Okay, so when I... <laughs> Someone opened my bag up the other day. I was going through it, and I was pouring it out through the in my uh, uh, in my my spreader, and I go corn. Someone must have had corn. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, okay, they must have they must have like corn. They love that Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah, Milwaukee, but yeah, Malorganite. Get it, use it, be more successful fly fisherman. Use a little to give a lot. And if your grass is healthy, you don't need to water it as That's much. That's right. And look at this way. If it's a healthy yard, your wife's not going to be yelling at you, honey, you need to go work on the yard. You need to get that spot done. You need to do this. You have more time for fishing. A little more effort a little effort in the spring gives you a lot more time in the summer and the fall to fish because your yard is healthy and it looks good and the wife is happy. 
You know, I think as fly fishermen, we we are prideful people. Just by virtue, we take a lot of pride in what we do. Uh, you know, we choose the hardest way to catch a fish. Why? Because it's an accomplishment mm. to catch something mm. the way you do. Take a little pride in your damn yard. <laughs> it's just your yard. See, I've obviously now on the converse of that for years, I've used the excuse of well, I've been fishing too much. I have a mow my yard in a month and a half, and I, water. Well, it'll, it'll rain next week. Well, that's been true. Yeah, it has been. But the I'm water, telling you, the water's been good. Green grass makes you a better fly fisherman. It's it's a true story. I'll argue it. We're gonna put that on a sticker now. Yeah, we need to. I'm, I, I've got an idea. Yeah, I don't well, want to say yeah. We need stickers. Yeah, we need we need a T-shirt. So I know we talked a second ago. We've only got a couple more minutes here, but uh, I just want to give a quick update. I've got the recent flow. Uh, totals on the Weber River. So uh, this one is coming out of Echo Dam, Echo Reservoir. Is it Echo Reservoir? It's that's Echo a, Reservoir. That's the technical name for it. So out of the dam, Echo, Echo Reservoir. Jesus. Uh, most recent value taken today, June 12th, 994 CFS. So it dropped just a skidge. So yeah. it, it, it that is still really. really and normal high. flow should be around 500. Uh, during high water yeah, where, where the little diamonds yeah. are on that flow chart it should show your normal flow your my flows. my favorite flow in that area is just under 200 is where i love it the best but then up in Wanship, so above echo underneath uh rockport uh 774 so that's yeah. that's ripping pretty high as well yeah. that, that stretches a bit narrower up that there one there needs 180 or less to fish very well 200 is fishable but less than 180 is good for me yeah it's big big time water and there's still a lot of snow that needs to come down uh, the bear river snowpack total right now guess what it is just take a right guess. now or what, as of today as of today bear river snowpack total is probably going to be about 110 how about 4300 percent that's Bear River. What is Bear it down River. in south, like down south, down by St. George? And I think that's considered uh, southeastern Utah. What is that one? Is that up in the it's double digits? Sh- it doesn't, doesn't have anything. Well, lake Powell's raising, uh, I read, a f- about a foot a day. No, man, good that's for them. That's a big ass lake. Yeah. yeah. Beaver that's River, 400%. Provo River, 933%. Northeast Uintas, 1,117%. I think you're right. There's snow that's not leaving okay. this summer. Duchesne, 1,244%. Saw a deal from DNR about a high elevation lake. It's still frozen. Here it is. We're going to go ice fishing, man? Here it is. Man? June 12th. If we wanted to, we could probably go up, drill a hole, and ice fish on in That's June awesome. if we wanted to. The road's not open yet, is it? We'd have to walk. There's no way. we have to walk. A little bit. Listeners, if any of you have a snowmobile and you're willing to take us on an epic journey and go ice fishing with us. In June. In June. Let us know. Yeah, we'd love you're, to do it. You're invited. Yeah, yeah. We'll bring you on the we'll get you on the show. The photos in like, you know, short shorts and a tank top or a tee with your ice fishing. With ice fishing yeah, exactly. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. You'd we'll bring a barbecue up there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fireworks. Fireworks. <laughs> Hell yeah. We'll have a fourth of July celebration in our ice tent. There you go. All right, guys. There you go. All right, I guess that's it for the night. That's going to do it for us, Remember everybody. Remember to keep your grass green, be a better fly fisherman, uh, enjoy nature, get out this time of year, go see places you've never seen. Yeah, get out there and get some leaks in your waders or whatever gear it is you're yeah. needing to get broken. Go wear it out. Well, Take care, everybody. See ya.